This call may be recorded or transcribed.
committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Promote. 
committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Promote. 
committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.
Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call on this thankful Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. This is Tatiana calling in. I love you all, and thank you. God is so great. Good morning, Tatiana. He is great and greatly to be served. Good morning, Good morning. Welcome to Claire. Good morning, Twin. Happy Thursday. Hey, what a day to be alive. Blessings. That's the song I just wrote. Well, here, here you go. <laughs> Happy Thursday. <laughs> Dude, have a good day. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joining the call this morning? Good morning. This is Wanda. Good morning, Wanda. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Everyone on the call, have a great day. Hey, hey. And God is good. Yes. Yes. All the thanks. Yes. Have a blessed day. You too. Sister Lisa, I'm going to um, text you something, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Miss Rochelle. Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. Good morning, how are you? Good. Traveling mercies and grace for you. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Can I please ask for a prayer request for myself again today? The, The pain is still getting harder in my lower back, and I'm going to hopefully get to see the doctor today, and I am going to be getting a rehab uh, schedule. I'm hurting so bad. I'm getting a hip. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm going into the doctor today for my hip to see what they can do. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be praying for your strength. And for the doctor to give us an answer so we can be specific of praying and coming to agreement with the Lord says about us that we are made whole in him. Thank you so much. You are welcome. We stay encouraged. Just stand on his holy word. Amen to that. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please pray for me. We got you, Susie. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call and would like to say good morning. Good morning, Rochelle. It's Miss B. Happy Thanksgiving, Miss B. Yes, indeedy. We are thankful on this Thursday. 
We are thankful, and we also, we even triumph on a Thursday. How about that? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Good morning. Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning. This is Jr. Good morning. Good morning, Jr. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Good morning. Who else has joined the call and would like to say good morning? We come to lift up the name of the Lord. Good morning from the rising of the sun. This is PR. Good morning. Yes, to the going down of the same. His name shall be proclaimed. Good morning, PR. God bless you. Bless you, too. Good morning. To God be the glory who we give most honor and praise due unto him. We are glad that we can come to this place and declare victory in every area of our lives. Who's joined the call this morning would like to say good morning. Michelle, this is PR. I'd like to put a prayer request in, please. Okay. Um, I'd like to put Brittany on the prayer list. Brittany? Yes. I mean, this is... Um, Psalms 119, I don't remember exactly the verse, but it says, um, let no sin have rule over our lives. No sin. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, Persistent. Good morning, Persistent. Happy Thursday, sis. How are you? I'm good, sis. Happy Thursday, everybody. (laughs) And I have a prayer request. Um, I'm going to put my my girlfriend, Stephanie Thomas, on the um, prayer request. For everyone, pray for her. She's been battling bone marrow cancer for about six years. And um, yeah, I was just it's it's relapsing now for the third. I don't know if this is second or third time. Possibly, numbers have gone up. Um, I just like to pray victory for her. All right, I live with victory. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Victory. Good morning. Good morning, this is Wanda again. I want to put a prayer request in for myself. Um, I had a car accident a few weeks ago, and I'm still having this pain in my lower back, and I have to keep getting these Toradol shots, and I'm trying to push through the pain, and I just need some prayer. We got you. Please. We got you. Thank you. Yes, we will believe God with you. We stand in agreement. For his healing virtue, O oh God, for the bomb of Gilead. Hallelujah. 
Is there anyone else before we get started with the hosting? Good morning, it's Krishanda. God bless. Good morning, Krishanda. God bless you as well. Have a great, thankful Thursday. You too. Love you. Love you too. I can ask you all to go ahead and put your phones on mute if we can get started with the hosting. Good morning, good morning. My name is Rochelle and I'm your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us throughout the month of November. Our theme this month is strength. All our declarations will focus on the power of God's strength for our lives. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live a life, live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for a Walk It Out Women's Call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It is impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Schizero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 Pacific Standard. 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard, right here by dialing the same number. There are a couple of prayer requests submitted by the app, and we just want to encourage you all. Um, if you guys can go ahead and use declarevictory.org and uh, submit your prayer requests there. Um, the first one is Beloved Barb. We're praying for her daughter. Um, we're praying that um, her heart be unheartened and allow beloved Barb to be able to see her granddaughter and also build unity within the relationship between Barb and Phaedra. Um, Pretty Patrice is asking for prayer for 16-week-old Ocean, who has been hospitalized since birth. We're asking, praying for a miracle of healing and strength for Ocean's mother, Jennifer. Pretty also has a request for praying for Dominique for deliverance. And we have a couple verbal prayer requests. The first one is for Susie. She's continually continuing to have pain in her lower back, but we're praying that the doctor will be able to give her uh, some answers as to what we can do when also coming into agreement with her that the pain will cease. PR has a prayer request, and it's for Brittany. She's praying Psalms 119. Uh, the, the scripture of no sin, um, persistent Priscilla is praying for her friend, Stephanie Thomas. We're praying for victory over bone marrow cancer. And Wanda has a prayer request that we're praying for her total and complete healing from the car accident that she was in some time back. We thank God and we come agreement with his word that we are healed by him. The order of the call, pray and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by 
Diane, the declaration will be brought to you by Dion. The scripture for today, Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I ask the Lord to bless you all today as I pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day, everyone. Go ahead. We're going to have Gloria's going to pray this morning. Let's prepare our hearts for prayer. Eternal, everlasting God, our Father. God, we bless you and magnify you. God, we thank you. We worship you, Lord God, and give you glory, honor, and praise because we recognize the dominion, majesty, and power, O oh God, belong only unto you. We thank you for the privilege and the opportunity of joining together to pray this morning, to come before your presence, Lord God, with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, to come and acknowledge that you are the most high God and there is none like you. So, Father, we just bless you and thank you for mercy and grace this morning. We thank you for new mercies, Lord God, that you've released to us this day. We thank you for new grace that you've released to us to this, this day. We thank you for healing and deliverance that you have released to us, in us, through us for this day, God. Thank you for fully equipping us for whatever it is that you have us to encounter this day, God, that we know that you've allowed us to be a part of this day. And Father God, we know, we recognize, Lord God, that there is no temptation that is common to man that you've not already made a way of escape for us through Christ Jesus. So we bless you and we love you for your faithfulness, God. We ask forgiveness of our sins, Lord God, anything we've normally done or said that's not uh, that's not in agreement with you, that's contrary to you, that sins against you, forgive us, wash us clean and white as snow with the blood of Jesus. Lord God, even those things that we didn't recognize as sin, but dishonored you, Lord God, we ask you to purify us, Lord God, wash us and cleanse us with the blood of Jesus, purify our thoughts, our minds, the motive and intent of our heart. Help us, oh God, by the power of your spirit to be wholly one with you, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for refreshment and renewal this day, this time, and this very second in our spirits, minds, souls, and body through Christ Jesus. Thank you for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit, God. We ask you to have your way, Lord God. We thank you for declare victory, God. We thank you for every call that's called in, Lord God. We thank you for every family that's represented, Lord God. Father, we even thank you for those who had a desire to call, Lord God, but for whatever reason may not have gotten on the call that this morning, God, we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus that you would have your way, that you would heal the sick, Lord God, that you would raise, Lord God, those that are in trouble and in, in situations and circumstances, Lord God, that they don't see a way out, God. But you promised, God, that you said if a man lacks wisdom, let him ask God. So, God, we come seeking your wisdom today. We come seeking your direction and your power, Lord God. We come seeking your creativity, Lord God. We come seeking, Lord God. The very manifestation of the power of God, the same power that raised Christ from the dead to be made alive, full and free in us. We thank you, Lord God, that it's no longer us who live, but it is Christ Jesus in us, the very hope of glory that is alive and doing very well today, God. So we thank you, God, that we are your sheep, Lord God. We are the apple of your eyes, God. You called, elected, selected, anointed, and appointed us for such a time as this, God. And Father God, we don't take it lightly. But Lord God, we honor you. We exalt you and we worship you 
for you being the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Alpha and Omega, our very beginning and our end. So, Lord God, we lift to you, Lord God, every family and every situation. Lord God, you know these prayer requests that were, were lifted up, Lord God, for Susie, for her hip, for Brittany, Lord God, for deliverance, Lord God, for Stephanie, Lord God, and uh, going through the cancer experience, Lord God, encounter again, God, Father God, for Wanda and the back pain, Lord God, for uh, beloved Barb and her daughter, Lord God, for her, her daughter's heart being softened, Lord God, Lord God, but she won't live in hardness of heart, Lord God, and Lord God, for you healing their relationship, Lord God, we lift to you ocean, Lord God, Lord God, who's been in the hospital her entire 16-week life, and we pray for Jennifer, Lord God, and for Dominique for deliverance, Lord God. God, you know these prayer requests and even the unspoken prayer requests, Lord God. But Father God, we lift them to you and we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus that you have your way. We know that you are Jehovah Rapha, Lord God, that cancer has no power over you, Lord God. Lord God, that mental illness and situations, back pain, Lord God, hip pain, Lord God, diverticulosis, diabetes, nothing has any power of you, but all power has been given unto Christ in the earth, underneath the earth, and in heaven, God. And Father God, because we are yours and we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we believe you for the healing, God. We believe you for the healed relationships, Lord God. And therefore, God, we, we walk out in healing in the name of Jesus. We believe you for healing bodies, mind, soul, and spirit, oh God. We believe you, my creator, that you give doctors clear direction on what to do, Lord God. If it's by healing through the doctor's hands, as well as your anointing, God, that, Father God, you would give the doctors clear direction, Lord God. And, Father God, you would let no doctor, nurse, or any other service provider touch your people, Lord God unless they be directed by you. So, Lord God, give clear wisdom and understand. You're able, Lord God, you can speak to a donkey. So, God, I believe you for speaking to doctors, Lord God. I believe you for speaking to nurses, God. I believe you for speaking to teachers, God. I believe you to, for speaking to counselors, oh God. I believe you, Lord God, that your power is manifested all over this earth, oh God, that you've got people in places, Lord God, for the healing of the nation. You've got people in places, Lord God, to deliver your word and your will, God. So Father, we say, have your way in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for healing families, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for every prayer request that's been lifted up, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for the deliverances, Lord God, that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our, our chastisement. You were bruised for our, our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes we are healed, God. So we thank you for healing. We thank you for deliverance, God. We thank you that nothing will overtake us, Lord God, because we are yours. We've been planted in you, Lord God. And the volume of your book is written of us even before, Lord God. The, the the earth, Lord God, was made. You wrote of us. You made us, Lord God. And you designed, selected, and elected us. So, God, have your way. You promised, God, that you would not only save us, but you would save our household, God. So thank you for saving households in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for, restore, for restoring family relationships, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for restoring sibling relationships, Lord God. Thank you for restoring marriages, God. Thank you for healing the wounded and brokenhearted, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, for blessing and strengthening, Lord God, the leaders of government, Lord God. We lift to you, President Biden, Lord God. We lift to you, the Vice President. We lift to you, Lord God, every leader in every position, wherever they are and wherever it is, you have signed, designed, and collected and selected them to be 
be in that position, God, we say have your way in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the body of Christ and those of you you have anointed to speak words of sound counsel and wisdom from the mind of God. Lord God, that you will give them the boldness and the confidence, Lord God, to speak what you said, Lord God. We thank you for creating the atmosphere, God, for change, for Lord God, for obedience unto you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that the leaders of government and corporations all over this earth, that God, Lord God, that they will receive the sound counsel of the Lord. Lord God, the things, Lord God, you said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then you would hear from heaven and you'd heal the land, God. So God, we believe you for healing the land, God. Lord God, we come before you, Lord God, crying out unto you, Lord God. We know you hear our prayers and you answer our calls, that you've collected every tear that we pray into a bottle and save them for them to come up as a as a reminder, as an alm unto you, Lord God. So, Father, have your way in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for the declarer today, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that for all the great mighty things that you've done in her life and that you're doing in our lives, Lord God, for the doors you've opened, Lord God, that nobody can close. And God, doors you've closed that nobody can open. Lord God, for my cayenne see the clear direction, Lord God, for declare victory and the life changes that you're bringing in the lives of people that you connect with. Father, have your way, God. We bless your name, oh God. And Father, I thank you for every caller that's on this line, every declarer that's on this line, every everyone that called in, even, Lord God, those who came just to spectate, Lord God. God, I pray deliverance, salvation, Lord God. I pray their minds be open to hear, hear what you have to say, Lord God. Their hearts will receive what you have to say, and their minds will believe the word of the Lord, Lord God, so that they lives, in their lives, they will walk out what you call. So I thank you for every declarer that's called in, Lord God. I thank you for every person, Lord God, that's called in on this sign. And as we believe God and stand in agreement with what the word of God says, I want you to take your phones off mute and let's Give, begin to give God the glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, I'm <laughs> 
Put your phones on mute. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Everybody check your phone and make sure it's on mute. We want to protect the integrity of the call because we want the word to go forward unhindered and uninterrupted. God bless you. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We exalt you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We just bless you, Father. In Jesus' holy name, the call is in your amen. In Jesus' name, the call is in your hands, Dion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be praised. 
God be lifted, he be glorified. Good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Thursday. Yep, it's me again. And um, we are keeping Leticia in our prayers. She is under the weather. I cannot stand COVID, just for the record. Um, Nevertheless, the word says, be ye also ready when at all times. And so this morning, um, I am going to share and just to kind of tag from uh, what I started on yesterday. But today's title is going to be The Strength to Uproot. Thank you, Michelle, for hosting and greeting this morning. Thank you, Glow, for jumping in. And thank you for each and every one of you that lended your sound to this morning's sound. I pray that it was a sweet-smelling savor in the nostrils of the Holy One, the Righteous One, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It is, as always, a pleasure and an honor to share with each of you. And um, I pray that this morning is empowering. Today is going to be more of a lengthy teach with with regard to the word. I'm going to read more than I normally do this morning, and I'll give you a heads up really quick. And again, the strength to uproot, the strength to uproot, the strength to tear down, the strength to reestablish, but more importantly, uh, the uprooting part. Let me first begin. Um, We're going to be in Judges, the sixth chapter familiar passage of scripture, um, but we're going to talk about the steps preceding uh, the battle, preceding the battle, because before uh, we can win a war, we have to know that we are in one. Amen? Uh, Before we can uh, overthrow, overcome, um, uproot, tear down, uh, dismantle systems and cycles, we have to recognize that they exist. Um, And a lot of times, As believers, uh, being in a culture that is counter-kingdom, some things we just don't necessarily recognize. I want to say that sometimes the things that we blame the enemy for are nothing more than God trying to get us to the other side. Sometimes we give the enemy credit uh, for things he doesn't even have uh, the creativity to come up with. Sometimes we give the enemy credence and confidence based on our discomfort, our frustration, our past failures, and our life experience. But the truth is, many things that we give credit to the enemy for um, are really our God being gracious, being kind, um, and being all-knowing and all-seeing in alignment with what the heavens are declaring about us, right? And so uh, I'll start with this. You guys know I love to give practical examples. Um, Sometimes there are moments in time that it seems like everything is in complete and utter disarray in our lives. And and you have that question. I can remember on so many different occasions. And my God, I'm 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 doing everything I know to do. I am 
um, I'm, I'm honoring you with my life. I'm, I'm spending time in prayer and presence. I am trusting you through the process, and I don't know what is happening. I can remember in uh, 2007-ish, and it seemed like everything was uh, really upside down. I, I, I was doing what I knew to do. My salon was in full full swing. Uh, I had become a foster parent. I was foster parenting. I had four boys on top of my three boys, so I had seven total. Yes, I was crazy enough to do that, and I would do it all over again, I promise you. I'm a little different in that, right? But um, money wasn't an object. My my businesses were, were going really, really well, but I was so uncomfortable, y'all. I couldn't even really explain the discomfort. And all of a sudden, these little silly things began to happen. But because I had found my footing in learning how to abide, um, I could hear the Lord giving me instructions. Right, I could. Uh, I was. I was asking some of the right questions, not all. Um, and and I want to make sure that you note that asking the right questions is key and paramount when it comes to shifting into places of purpose. And I remember um, after having been at my salon for this particular salon for seven years, it was all window front. And my alarm went off one night, and for some reason, somebody had broken out a couple of the windows. Now, this, again, my seventh year, always pay attention to numbers. You you start to determine your systems and cycles based on years and numbers, and I kid you not, it's a real thing. You pay attention to pay maybe historical things and specific patterns and occurrences in your life. What you'll start to know is you literally have life numbers. <laughs> and I know that may sound new agey to some folks. I don't care what you think. Look it up. It's the truth that happens. And if it hadn't been my life, I wouldn't have that experience. It's not some, something that somebody just told me. Um, it is what Holy Spirit would be, make me mindful of. And as I started to pay attention, I started to understand that, that certain patterns happen in certain seasons. Like you guys heard me say in August, surviving August, for the first time in um, in seven years, I was able to break a cycle because I recognized that it had become a pattern, and, and it was uh, keeping me in a, a, a stagnant place. So again, I just wanted to bring attention to that. So long story short, it was time for me to shift, and I, I didn't understand how great the shift was, and because it was so uncomfortable, I was hesitant to say it out loud. I was hesitant to speak to it. I was hesitant to alter or shift it because I had never been there before. Uh, I ended up closing my salon not long after that, moving to Atlanta, uh, in which I stayed for five years. Again, that's the number of grace. After leaving um, Atlanta, I came home, and I thought the whole world had ended. Any and everything that could happen did. Um, out of that pain was birthed, declare victory, seven years later. Okay? Um, seven years later, January uh, of 
2014, Declare Victory was born. Now here we go into the ninth year of Declare Victory through cancer, through um, uh, mental illness diagnoses, through addiction, all of this in my very close proximity. Uh, and what I realized was what it did was it pushed me to a place of being not just inquisitive, but asking of the Lord uh, the necessary questions to get to the next place, to get to the next level. Now, mind you, I don't have enough time in a day to tell you all of my story, but what I can say is I knew that my responsibility was to break limitations off of not just my bloodline, but those that I am called to. And that was a process that came from, again, asking the right questions, finding my footing, in trusting God even when I didn't understand, in being okay uh, with taking the jump. And moving to Atlanta was probably one of the first major steps that I took when I absolutely had no idea what was going to be next. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to survive. I didn't understand. Um, really, I was still so full of religion that um, I didn't really have the, the necessary tools to get to where I'm able to sit right now, and I still have eons to go. So here it is in, in Judges, the sixth chapter. Um, I'm just going to read the first verse for context. It says, and the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years, now I didn't even realize, really realize that that was there. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, that was personal. That was an inside joke. I didn't realize that. Thank you, Jesus. That was really cute. Um, <laughs> the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hand. <laughs> that is hilarious. He gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelter for themselves in the mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. I'm going to stop right there. Um, and then I'm going to take you down to the 12th verse. And, and I want you, we are going to, as my friend Patrick, Pastor Patrick Foster would say, and we're going to tiptoe through the tulips of the text. Uh, it says, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, Lord, uh, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon's response, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, listen, why has all this happened to us? Where did all of his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the Midians. I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Um, what you will discover as time goes on during this uh, pilgrimage that we are all individually on for a corporate agenda or objective, which is always only kingdom, is that there are moments, times, and seasons. Now, mind you, I really, really, really didn't realize that that seven-year statement was in the text. I promise y'all, that just tickled me. I love the Holy Ghost. He is so icy. Um, it will seem like all hell is breaking loose. 
And in your mind, you're thinking to yourself, it's got to be spiritual warfare. Listen, can I tell you a secret? Most of the time it ain't. It took me half a long to figure that out, right? It took me a good distance to determine that more often than not, it is our GPS system, our kingdom GPS system, rerouting us to that Proverbs, the third chapter. He, uh, he shall direct our path. Our paths are already plotted out, almost like one of those sci-fi movies where you see they have up on the screen all of these pins or how they do in the, the, the black room, because there is one governmentally, you know, just kind of where they know everything about you. They got everything in the system. They they know your steps before you make them. They know your history. They know your your past, your present, and your future. They don't, they don't really know our future, but they can tell you pretty much what your your habits are, what your tendencies are, what your weaknesses are, what your um what your norm is. But here Gideon is being a smart mouth with the angel of the Lord saying, Look, I, I hear what you're saying. But uh it's bad and it's been bad for a minute. We've been out here hiding. <laughs> Which is what 90% of the time when you don't walk in identity, you spend a whole bunch of time ducking and hiding, worrying about them and they, right? And so Gideon then challenges uh, the angel of the Lord. You talking about that, Lord? You talking about the one that made a whole bunch of promises and now here we out here hiding? I'm going to ask the question. Are we talking about the, the strength to uproot? That's, that's what we're talking about. And I promise you even strength is in this text. Um, and so the Lord then responded and said this. The Lord turned to him and said, listen, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Then he asks Gideon a question. Am I not sending you? I'm going to stop right there. So, Remember I said at the beginning, it is really important as you go through your process that you ask the right questions. Now, here in 13, Gideon says, um, you, you're talking about the Lord that uh, delivered us out of Egypt, but um, he kind of shook us and hasn't really said much of anything since he did so. But then the Lord reiterates, Listen, I got a plan. Now, if you know anything about the GPS system, and, and we say this all the time with regard to um, navigating through life, when you are on the right path, especially if there's a long distance to travel, the GPS doesn't say anything as long as you stay on course. Every now and again, she will or he will, continue, uh, contingent upon the voice that you programmed your GPS to speak to you in, she will every now and then say, continue on the current route, right? And so here it is that the Lord has interrupted a dialogue between the angel of the Lord, the sent messenger to Gideon, and Gideon himself. And the Lord asks Gideon a question, am I not? sending you, right? But not only does he say, am I not sending you? He says this, go in the strength that you have. So let me 
uh, parenthetically interject this morning. I am uh, declaring and decreeing that from this day forward, you will go in the strength that you have. Isn't it ironic uh, that I shared yesterday about our weakness? Sometimes you got to go in your weakness. That means you have to go in a prostrate place. That means that your pattern and your posture ought to be a constant of laying prostrate before the Lord, especially if you're unsure that you are on the proper route. I don't know about any of you, but there are times sometimes where I feel like maybe I'm off track or off route. I will completely end the route that I'm on, re-enter the address to make sure, just to be sure, I didn't enter anything wrong. Now, get this. Uh, let me let me pause and tell you guys a real life story. So, um, Tanya and I went to a conference in North Carolina uh, last week and last Friday, or what, I get whatever Tuesday we got there and we thought we were just going to catch an Uber from the airport to our niece's house and <laughs> we called the Uber three four times no Uber. So there was a taxi conveniently sitting there. Now, listen, I ain't been in no taxi in 30 years. Every time I think about a taxi, I think about uh, the ID channel or the next 48 or something, honey. I, I get to thinking in my mind they might be serial killers, even though that could be an Uber driver. I'm just telling you how silly I am in my thought process. And we get in this taxi. Now, I've never in 50 years had a taxi driver hand me his telephone and say, you enter the address. Well, I'm reading the address from Tanya's phone. I type it in just as I see it. No laughing, no laughing. I type it in just like I see it. And so we off on the road. And so the man is driving 10 miles under the speed limit. He's hitting the speed bumps. He slammed on his brakes a few times. Instantly, I'm in this next 48 theme in my head. I'm like, Lord Jesus, this old man about to kill us. Lord, help. So we go. And he gets to the street that I have typed in the GPS, I, me, with my own personal hands. And when we get to the neighborhood, I'm thinking to myself, this couldn't possibly be it. We look like we're right down the street from a trailer park. I know my niece don't live over here. So me and Tanya start looking at each other on the, the taxi ride from hell. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, no, sir, this could not possibly be it. So I said, Okay. Tanya says, let me GPS it. So Tanya picks up the GPS. Lo and behold, we are one letter off from the street name. And there is a street that is similarly named, but there's no number address there. So now here we've been in a taxi cab for 30 minutes already. We turn around and head back to the actual address. Now I'm overspooked and I'm really in the middle of this theme of 48 hours. Lord, this man gonna kidnap us and I'm gonna have to beat him up. I don't I wanna stay saved, Jesus. Anyway, we finally get to my niece's house. Now mind y'all, I'm a little special, so I'm in the backseat saying, hey, you know, you can drive the speed limit, that's fine. Uh, hey, you know, you should drive in the middle of the lane. I'm cracking up. Tanya is embarrassed because I'm falling out laughing <laughs> because I'm like, what? where are we, Lord? What kind of a game is this? I said all of that to say, sometimes we don't have the right address. <laughs> we we headed to, there. there is an address that says that, 
but we haven't entered the right information in the system to get us to the proper location. And so we ended up going 30 minutes out of our way because of a tiny error. Sometimes you just one eck, 1% away from your next. But you got to ask the right questions. you got to have a backup system. If this portion right here is not working to clarify, and I'm not talking about how to get there. I'm talking about the clarity, right? So let me go back to the text. I promise I'll make all of this make sense. So here Gideon has asked the Lord the question. The Lord has then responded and asked Gideon a question. And now Gideon says, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replies, but how can I save Israel? Listen to this. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. Anybody on this line that can relate to feeling like you are not equipped, that you are the black sheep of the family. You are the one that everybody considers the underdog, the one that everybody counted out. And Gideon replied, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. And listen, don't go nowhere until I come back, listen, 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 and bring my offering and set it before you. And then the Lord responded graciously and said, I'll wait, right? And so note in the text, this is not me making this up. I did not insert this here. After the Lord told him that he would be with him, he said, and I'll give, he, he told him, I'll give you everything you need to strike them down. Now, prior to that, Gideon reminds the Lord of what he is not. He reminds the Lord of his weaknesses. He reminds him that he is the deduced person in his bloodline. Didn't I tell you yesterday that your weakness is your strength? After the Lord has said to him, go, ah, glory to Jesus, go in the strength that I have given you, right? Now, the Lord had already told him, you got everything you need inside of you to get you to the other side. You have everything you need inside of you. I've even given you a squad. I've given you a tribe. I've given you a team to go and hold your hands up. All I need you to do is trust that I gave you the only word that matters. I will be with you. And because you recognize, hallelujah to Jesus, you recognize that you're weak. You recognize that they can't even see you coming. You understand that in your mind, you have nothing but these two little hands that you think you see, when the reality is you don't need any of it because I am your strength, because I am the one that gives you the ability to tear down, to uproot, and to pluck out. It's me. It's not you. All you have to do is obey me. All you have to do is honor what it is that I am saying. And so here it is that Gideon has said, uh, please don't go anywhere until I come back with the seed, until I come back with the offering, until I come back with the sacrifice. And so here Gideon goes in and prepares a goat. 
I'm going to paraphrase the, the next few uh, phases. And he prepares a goat and he prepares some unleavened bread. And, and then he, he puts everything together and he brings it. And the angel of God said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread and place them on this rock and pour out the broth. So Gideon obeyed then the instructions of the angel of the Lord. Now, sometimes we'll have what we want to give to God, right? However, sometimes God will tell you what he wants us to give, right? And now here the angel of the Lord, after giving Gideon instructions, he does it, he touches it with his staff, and all of it is consumed, and the angel of the Lord then disappeared. And Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, and all the time he had in his mind thought it was just a messenger. He didn't even realize that he was in the presence of God. His sacrifice, hallelujah, thank you for the revelation, Jesus. His understanding and the eyes of his understanding were enlightened as the angel of the Lord did what he was instructed from heaven's gate and uh, used his staff and the offering was consumed immediately. It was then that Gideon got a revelation. Oh, my God, <laughs> that was the angel of the Lord. Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face, and the angel of the Lord had been there all the time. Can I tell y'all a secret? Sometimes what you're looking for is right in front of you. All you got to do is ask God to open up the eyes of your understanding, to give you wisdom and uh, supernatural knowledge in understanding how God is speaking to you specifically, how God is speaking to your destiny on a constant base with somebody perhaps you disqualified. Maybe you're not paying attention, right? And then the Lord told Gideon, chill. I, you know, you ain't got to be spooked. It's, it's good. You're not going to die. <laughs> and listen, so Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, the Lord is peace. There are moments in our life that the only thing that will satisfy the next phase of our life, even when we cannot see what is happening on the left and on the right, and it is called supernatural peace. You have to learn how to tear down the altar of fear, inadequacy, insecurity, frustration, uh, calling everything spiritual warfare. <laughs> thinking everything is a demon. It's not. It's, it's process. It's process. It's system. It's cycles. You have to be able to identify what part or phase you are in. So listen, that same night the Lord said to him, take the, listen, now now God is giving Gideon, Gideon an instruction. It's not the angel. It is not Gideon's agenda. Now God has rerouted him, so now he doesn't need the middleman. Now God has his full attention because the angel of the Lord was realized, and now Gideon knows that obviously I'm on the right track, right? Take the second bull. Now, listen, he gives specific instructions, but in order for you to hear specific instructions, you have to learn how to practice presence. The fact that Gideon was engaged, not just with the angel of the Lord, but with the Lord himself, and also understanding that it was not until after he made an offering. It was not until after he made a sacrifice. 
It was not until he killed something. It was not until he confessed that he was the weakest one. It was not until he said, listen, I am the least likely to succeed. I wouldn't have been in the yearbook under most popular. Uh, I'm not the one in my bloodline or in my class or in my age group or in my age range. You know, I've been hiding in caves. I've been dipping out. I've been staying out of the way. I dig that. But at some point, you got to get that everything you need is inside of you. We are talking about upright, uh, uh, uproot, tear down, uh, dismantle, and now here it is that Gideon has been instructed by the Lord specifically to take a bull from your father's herd, not just any bull. Listen to this. I told you everything is numbers. Thank you again, Holy Ghost. You're so sweet. Now I don't look so new agey. Listen, take the second bull from your father's herd the one seven years old. You see? Now, keeping in mind that at the beginning of this text, the Lord specifically stated, I'm tired of your people doing stuff I did not ordain. I'm sick of your folks identifying me with something that has nothing to do with me. He said, tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asher pole beside it. Build a proper kind of altar to the Lord, your God, on the top of this height. Using the wood of the Asher pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. Now, if you know anything about uh, the sacrifices and the altars and how they cut the bull, there were specific quarters that were put here and put there. They gutted the bull, and people had to pull that stuff out with their hands. That has much to do with the Levitical priesthood, which we'll talk about another day. But here it is that Gideon took uh, 10 of his servants, and did as the Lord told him, and because he was a, listen, 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 right now, somebody about to get free. Because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than at the daytime. I declare prophetically, you will stop sneaking to be great in this season. But listen, in the morning when the people of the town got up, there was Bell's altar. Uh, it was demolished, and the Asher pole beside it had been cut down, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. And they asked each other, "Honey, who did this? When did they carefully? When they carefully investigated, they were told Gideon, son of Joash, did it." Oh no! Oh no! Sorry, guys. Sorry, I lost my plate. Okay, 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 okay. When they did it, did it, did it. Okay, who did this? They they carefully investigated and they were told Gideon's son, Joash, did it. And so get this, here come them and they them. And it says, and the people of the town demanded of Joash, bring out your son. He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. And listen, and Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him, you mean you, you going to plead your little God's case? You trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is God, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerubabel. So I'm going to stop right there. Listen, there are things that you and you alone were created to dismantle, to tear down, to uproot, and to pluck out. And and guess what? 
because of it, it's going to change your name. It's going to change how people address you. I remember once upon a time, keep in mind, I did hair for 25 years. So my name was Dion that do hair, not does hair, Dion that do hair. <laughs> That used to be my name. I I, I don't mind it. it. It's cool. Um, but that's that's so little in contrast to who I am, according to what's written of me in the heavens. Uh, uh, now now get this. This might offend somebody. They at first before I became uh, a hairstylist and one that was of caliber in my in my region, um, I was Dion with the big boobs. That was that was my nickname. You ever had a, a name where people called you? Uh, uh, from history and, and culture and because of their past experience with you, they give you a title and tag it to your name. Uh, I, I can only imagine when Tanya was a young girl, they probably called her Tanya with the long hair because her hair was so long. Or Tanya, the preacher's daughter, uh, because she was a PK or uh, 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 Dee, the one with the wide hips. You know, I, I can only imagine uh, the nicknames that we have been given as life has happened right? As life has taken all of, of the, the different things that we are noted for. Uh, I remember Dion married to Art. Listen, my name is Dion Sharice Jackson, and they call me the radical midwife. Did that. That took 50 years, right, to get loose from all the things the world had called me, to be loosed and to uproot and to tear down and to break every altar. Ah, hallelujah. That had been uh, sentenced to me, that every system, every cycle, being able to identify that without going through this door, I wouldn't have got to that one. Without going through this pain, I wouldn't have dismantled that system. Without uh, asking the right questions and spending time in his presence, I, I would give God what I wanted, but I'm grateful that today I can give him what he asked for. I can tell him, God, you're great. There's nobody like you. There will be no God after you, and there was none before you. I thank you that you are from everlasting, hallelujah, to everlasting. If you didn't do anything else, you'd still be my sovereign God. I thank you, Jesus, that you are king of kings and lord of lords. I thank you that I know you today to be a healer. I bless you. I know today for you to be a provider. I thank you. Because I can go in the strength that you've given me without fear. I'm not tiptoeing in the dark because of what they say or what they think. I'm not hiding in another cave. My life has been converted because he changed my name. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm going to stop right there because if I don't, I'm going to explode and I'm in a house with people. I cannot do that. Amen. Amen and amen. Know this. You were created, <laughs> even in your weakness, even in your brokenness, even in the things that you consider empty, you were created to tear down altars. Isn't it good to know that we don't serve a punk God, that if we do something that's out of order or out of pocket, he'll check us himself, bring him out. We gonna kill him. Honey, shut up. Bell must be a sucker. I wouldn't know a God, wouldn't serve a God, wouldn't think about a God that couldn't defend himself. I'm grateful on today that I know my name. Thank you, God. 
There may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. I'm going to say this real quick. Men first. Men first. And then after the men say something this morning, ladies, we can have at it. But I want to honor men and put them in the front consistently. Amen. Any gentleman that may have joined the call, I know some of you all are at work, but you want to say good morning? Yo, 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 Bless you, bless you. Amen. Amen. Any other fellas? Any other men? Amen. All right. That being said, it's open, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Love you back. Good morning. Everybody this else? is Juanita. Great Amen. declaration. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Prosperous. Hey, Prosperous. Hey, Else. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning woman. Good morning, woman. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. God bless. Man, bless you. Good morning, Dr. Dion. Good morning, Cynthia. Good, good morning, Diamond in the back. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Diamond in the back. Good morning, Sonia, darling. Morning, Radical. Anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Hey, so this is Moxie. Good morning. Hey, Mox, and, and forgive me, yesterday I got thrown off because Josiah had showed it up, but I got you. We're talking. Okay, okay. I saw that beautiful picture of him. I don't, I don't want to change the, the, <laughs> the guess. Amen. Anybody else? Sis, I want to say y'all stop staring at my handsome nephew. That miracle. <laughs> that is a nice picture. <laughs> Love you. Josiah's miracle, yes. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? 
Well, let's go into love, like, and victory. Y'all don't got a whole bunch of good mornings. That's fine. Questions, comments, commentary. I liked when you um, shared, Pastor, about you started it off talking about um, everything isn't of the enemy. Um, and you, and sometimes we go through things because God's allowing, wants us to continue to grow and be strong and be everything that he created us to be. Um, and I can be kind of silly. Many of you guys know, but I was thinking about years ago, T.D. Jakes had a, um, I can't remember what, what the, um, audio book was but he was saying this talking about the same thing and i'm a visual person and he was talking about you know some of you guys think you know you got pregnant because the enemy got covered over your bed he's like it does not work like that some of you you know aren't you know getting good grades whatever because you got to open up the book and study so a lot of it is and i don't know why i had that flashback and it was i kind of chuckled but thank you so much great great declaration today Amen. Amen. God be praised. Hey, Dion, this is Sonia. I was laughing along with you because how, how Gideon was talking to God, that's how I talked to him too. So I'll be having a real conversation. I'm like, for real, Lord, what are we going to do? And why? <laughs> I'm like, I have to come in the room and shut the door. I'm like, like who are you talking about? We're having a conversation. Hold on, Dad. I'm like, but hold on. But I said, I'm not, I, I'm not saying that I'm not going to move, but I, huh? I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. But why, but why, but, but why? But, okay. You know, and I'm like, ooh. Cause you said it yesterday, mm-hmm. heaven's demurgatory. I say that sometimes. I be, I said, but I can't even do yapple dapple. I said, but why? But her over there, but why that over there? But I, and I said, but Lord, I'm only four foot 11. I'm only four foot eleven. <laughs> Sometimes he, he wants you to be tall in the spirit. I, I said, okay, so, and I tell him, I said, I can't put on my stilettos. I have to wear my Ike. He said, just go on. I said, okay, I'm going. I'm not arguing, but I'm going. Like mm-hmm. you said, you got that fear, that fear piece, that fear piece. Mm-hmm. You got, and. It's it's all of a sudden when he tell you to do something um you get you stand shell shocked for a minute like and your heart just be beating. I'm like, Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And your mind your your mind is racing, be like, Okay, you gotta settle down. That's like, let me go have a conversation. A convocation, like I said, a convocation real quick. Right. And then hilarious. Okay. All right, Lord, let me breathe. <laughs> Going on you. Hey, hey Dion. Dion. Yes, ma'am. So who tell the truth? Which one of y'all really put the wrong address in the TV? Dee, <laughs> you're not gonna get on this call, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You don't have to say that. You're not being. Dis- you're not gonna get on the call, okay. being disrespectful. That's what I know. Okay, but I, okay, but I'm. You should mute right okay. now. You should mute. Okay, okay. You should mute. My <laughs> 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 I was, I was what, like, oh, what, man, did I blow it? <laughs> and then the man going to blame me. Listen, sir, all I could enter was what she showed me. Hey, that was the most expensive. You know, y'all think, to be honest, let me get to give you the revelation that I just got. So <laughs> what was important is for us to go through that 
so that Dion would have something to refer to. Now, you, you might not be able to catch it in the spirit, but that's that's I'm, that's my statement. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I, I approve of that statement. That's all. <laughs> Listen, and, and the cold part is I, I put in the right address with the wrong spelling. That's all. Listen, it, it was just one letter. It was one letter. Some of you are one letter off. One letter. Hey, 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 it's one letter off. Hey, hey. I want to talk about the fear factor because that was powerful. Like something rose up inside of me. And so Gideon was absolutely afraid. You know, he needed proof. He He needed confirmation, excuse me. He needed confirmation. You know, this was not a time where he had somebody, he wasn't attending prophetic school. He was hiding out in the cave and... I forget what it uh, doing something with um, weed or whatever the you're supposed to do it outside because the the residue from whatever he was doing um, it, it it flies out in the air and so he was hiding out in the cave because of what was going on in the time series you know that had people after him and trying to steal things from him but but I wanted the fear part though so I want to say to the people even me I'm talking to Tanya. you know sometimes we don't um, if you're not a person that will is a jumper I'm not a jumper. I'm, I am not, I'm absolutely not a jumper. I'm a little bit more cautious. Uh, I'm, one, I'm not analytical either, but I'm just a little bit more cautious. Whereas Dion's personality is she's a jumper, right? That doesn't make me any less powerful. It doesn't make me any less saved or any of those things. So I'm talking to the people right now who are a little bit more cautious and who may need a confirmation. And after Gideon got the confirmation, he wanted another confirmation. If that's you, that's okay, especially when you're first starting out. But once God confirmed for Gideon, something that was undeniable, okay, I absolutely know it's you. I absolutely know that this is God speaking to me. That was God's way of building um, Gideon's courage for him to do this great feat. Imagine going to battle with the enemy. You have to read the rest of the story, and some of you are familiar with it, but if you haven't read it, you should read the story about Gideon. Just do a Google search. Bible about or just go you know, to Bible Judges, verse about Gideon. Or just go to Judges, whatever. But my point is, is that I don't want you to beat yourself up because you don't immediately, you know, you don't immediately um, uh, jump. You don't immediately act. Now, if, if, if at the same time, you have to have balance. You can't just drag your feet and take forever and forever and trying to, well, I'm going to pray about it, I'm going to fast about it. At some point, you do have to release the rain. But I just I just want you to get to the point where you allow God to speak to you, confirm to you, and then you use that confirmation as as um, as proof positive that God um, will, he will answer you, that God will speak to you, he will direct you. I hope this makes sense and that I'm not rallying too much. And that this speaks to somebody's heart. Um, that where it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So you don't want to stay at a point where you're always scared. That's it. Now, anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Yeah. Good, good morning, again. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. So there's a lot of lessons 
in this lesson. Uh, first of all, people moment. You see the title, Angel of the Lord. Uh, that is the Christophanes title. Jesus. The only reason why I say if you go all the way in the Old Testament, you see Angel of the Lord, you see him being worshipped. No angel ever gets worshipped or offers sacrifices. And when you see Angel of the Lord, it's Jesus. And I wanted to say that if sometimes your boss may come to you and his friends, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, I've been, I've been looking at you, I've been evaluating you and doing all this and everything. And then sometimes your boss comes back in the door and you say, okay, you've done this, listen, I need to do that. So when we look at, it, when we look at the story of Gideon, we see Jesus coming as both friend. Or, 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 or confident or advocate uh, uh, as a daughter's figure. Now, when we look at the time. Uh oh, E. We lost you. Okay. Go, go ahead. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay. So, if I to put that in modern day times, the church, adopting cultures, adopting doctrines that are worldly and not in the will of God. And this is what this is what the Israelites were doing back then. And God calls a person or a people like Gideon to say, listen, it's time to put aside those cultures. It's time to to go against the culture-based church or the worldly-based church or the or the doctrinally-based church that's not my will and tear those altars down. Tear those things that are down and not of God. And it can be it can be uh, uh, daunting. Just like with, 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 with Gideon, but he had to do that. He was obedient. And so I'm saying, there may be things in your life, traditions in your life that you've grown up with and everything. Well, I, I, I think that's like that. And God is calling you to tear those down so he can um, promote you like he does with Gideon. And so that's all I got to say. Once again, it's great stuff. preparation. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Chris, Shonda. Baby, look again. (laughs) You're close. Look again. I just want to say thank you. Great declaration. We're close. Maybe one letter off. Maybe one number off. Look again. Go look again. Look again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. All right, guys. Well, if there are no more questions, we will give you back time. 
um, I pray that something that was said will keep you encouraged. It'll it'll keep you inspired, that it'll keep you um, at a place of thinking further, paying attention to your systems and cycles, asking the right questions that you might get the right answer. It, It matters. It absolutely positively matters. Um, and, and knowing where to go, how to go, and even having the courage um, to do it in strength, right, um, in, in the strength that you have. That's all you need is what you have. All you need is what you have. All you need is what you have. Yes, dear. And then, yes, dear. I was wondering, when you um, said, last night um, to prostrate and everything. When you said mm-hmm. that and when you said lay and lay your arms out and stuff like that, why are we waiting for God to, you know, come? And you said you'll know when God comes. Are we still supposed to, you know, pray and talk to him or just be quiet? Well, again, that, that has everything to do with the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's why we have him. Right, so your your responsibility is to stay present. Right, staying present means that you have to do um, what what is necessary to build proper relationship with him. It is prostrate is not always the physical process of laying prostrate. Um, the majority of the time, it is more about your heart posture than it is anything else. Okay. Right? That that prostrating yourself is is really a matter of um developing a culture of staying before the Lord. It's really important. Oh, thank you. I got it. Hey Dion, Sonia, so I have a question. So throughout your drive um, in the taxi, what was the cab driver's his whole demeanor? How was he? Uh, he was an older man, so he wasn't really tripping. Uh-huh. All he knew was he was gonna get paid for wherever we ended up. Huh. He 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 was going to get paid for whatever wherever we went. He was getting paid for that, mm-hmm. right? So he didn't mm-hmm. care where we went. And here's the thing. A lot of times when you don't know where you're going, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, you, you don't know what mm-hmm. to do. I, I didn't know. I didn't, so I, I wasn't familiar with the route. I didn't, I didn't know what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately for me, I didn't have anything to compare anything to. Right? So now here I am. I'm just, I'm stuck. Right? All I can do is sit there. All I can do is wait. All I can do is go through the process. The man, he just... I was was just trying not to say nothing, but but I had to since y'all brought it up. Hey, good morning. Oftentimes when, when we don't follow the instructions or we delay, 
or we don't ask the right questions or we don't have the information, it's going to cost us more than we want to pay, and it's going to take us longer to get there. Amen. Of that, come on now. You cannot, you cannot not mention that. You were 30 minutes out of the way, so that cost you more. Your cab fare was more than you had to pay initially if you had the right address. And it, it took you double. longer. Come on now. It was, you got to mention it was that. <laughs> we got to bring it, that it, out. It was, it was absolutely double. And, and let me all encourage I you. <laughs> yes, Listen, it's paid. It, in my mind, I wanted to find a reason that that it was his fault. But it couldn't have been his fault because I inputted the address. Now, if if it had been him that entered the address, I'd have been able to argue the cost. Come on. Please, but okay. It was me. <laughs> but because it was me, they were my instructions. But that that's I could have told him, no, let me tell you what the address is. <laughs> And let him know the, the other thing is when uh, when Sonia said um, she said um, something about the drive when she was speaking, I heard sometimes when you're breaking cycles, you also won't be familiar with the route. Mm-hmm. You're not familiar, so you have to stay close to that. You have to hear from him for direction. You're not going to be familiar. And you gotta have the the wherewithal to be like, no, I don't want to enter it because I don't know if uh uh uh, uh you do. I'm, let me just yeah, tell you where I've been through this before. <laughs> so the the good the follow up with that the good news is you don't abort the mission even though you end up in the wrong place. You gotta follow through because you're gonna get there, right? Mm-hmm. It, it might cost a little more money. It might take a little more time, but you gotta follow through because we're gonna get there, y'all. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't get there. <laughs> exactly. Like like you said, what is it? The uh yo I forgot what the word y'all used, the, the yo yo your cooties may have rubbed off on you while you were in the ride. <laughs> oh no, nah, it wasn't I was so ready to get out of his car. It mm-hmm. was a ride from hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. But some of your residue may have stayed in that car. No matter what you care you I think you mentioned about the light one day part of you part of your icky 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 poo poo probably stayed in that ride well that's look i i just wanted to get out <laughs> if it did uh-huh. if it did Damn. i appreciate uh, uh but hold on but okay. but what i know for a fact is that once upon a time i would have flashed on him and it wasn't even his fault yeah That's why I'm over here laughing, Dion. <laughs> you having somebody else drive you? <laughs> you right, Sonia, though. Know. He got the cooties and don't even know it. It was not a good ride, kept, y'all. It, it kept hitting me, though. Even though you it, even though you didn't give him a left and a right. Even though you didn't give him a left and a right, you, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. And when mm-hmm. Tanya gave, put put in the, the direction uh, once, once again, one more again, it was it was a double team in a way. Okay, I'm going on mute. Mm-hmm. Somebody else was about to say something. Who was that?
Okay. ADHD. I like the fact that he he didn't say nothing. He just handed you the phone. My mm-hmm. responsibility is to drive. Now, where you tell mm-hmm. me to go, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, I don't need to say anything. So so you and us wanting to beat up the man because we're in the wrong spot, that just mm-hmm. took us back to humbling ourselves because it wasn't you. You did your job. I mm-hmm. made the mistake. Yeah. And, and and praise be to God that you, you know, we not who we used to be. Um, yeah, because we still could have been mad, but no, we wasn't going to be mad because we took accountability. But at the same token, thank God that Tanya just took the initiative and like, okay, let's just do this. Let's, let me put it in this time. Mm-hmm. The teamwork, the teamwork, that it all works together. And that, 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 uh, spiritual GPS, the Holy Spirit. And I'm with you though, D. When she get, that lady get to talking crazy and she done took me down the wrong street, I, let me turn you off. Holy Spirit, where, mm-hmm. where are we going? Where are we going? Because she, she don't know where she's mm-hmm. going. And she's the GPS. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great share this morning. Great share. Amen. The the beautiful I, thing is that when you recognize that sometimes you don't realize you lost till you get there. Then you got to start over. Sometimes you got to go all the way out to come back in. Was somebody about to say something? Yeah, this is me. I just thought I'd never hear the word cooties on one <laughs> Thank you, old sister. Hey, man, anybody else? All right, y'all. We'll turn up for the rest of the day. Go, uh, Tear down the altar or two today. Break some stuff up, honey. Make some folk uncomfortable and, and get out of them caves. Mm-hmm. Good hiding. We're worrying about the town's people. They can't do nothing to you. Didn't he say he was going with you? All I know is you better go. Or you get your face slapped off. It don't feel good. I hate getting my face slapped off. All right, y'all. I shall hear you all in the morning. And tonight is the Walk It Out call uh, with Dr. Lisa Porter. Y'all have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> day. You too. God bless. bless you too. Have, have a great day, everyone. Everyone have a great day. Everybody on the prayer line. Have a blessed day, everyone.